Right. Right. Exactly. Well, because yeah. what I would say is my, my next question would be, yeah, it's the five wise game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So to always get to the true meaning. Right. Right. So the next question will be why? Hmm. So everything you just said. Yes. Why? Why? <clears throat> why is because I am a, I think I'm a creative by, um, by design, I really believe everybody comes into this world as a creative. Um, it's just kind of sucked out of us <laughs> through the yeah, experience, the system, man. The system of life for sure, especially here in the U.S. I, yeah. I love our country, but man, yeah. this system is designed to create robots, man, for real. soldiers and workers. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I think some of us actually find ways to escape that. And which you know, if if you listen to my story and Josh's story, um, we got caught up in the traditional, right? Um, which is fine. It's not even being caught up in it. It's more about just, it's what the expectation kind of was and what we thought was the right thing. And then we kind of went through that and we, we kind of decided for ourselves that that's not really what made us happy. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we, what we did is we started to, we took the initiative to find what did make us happy, even if it didn't make a lot of sense to other people or even ourselves at the time, it was a risk. It was a thing where you go with your gut sometimes. You don't necessarily go, hey, this makes the most sense. And that's, I think that's the hardest part about it because humans are very logical in terms of making sense before you make decisions. And you're judged by society because it has to be logical to society to actually make sense or for them to agree with the decision you're making. And so a lot of times that paralyzes people and they think, hey, um, if, 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 if the majority of the people feel like this isn't going to make sense, then there's enough uh, pressure to keep me in the space that I'm in, even if I'm not happy. And so what makes it hard and what makes you special, uh, what makes Josh special, what makes myself special, because I do believe we're special cases, is the ability to go against that grain. Yeah. It's to go against that grain. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? It's to go against that grain that says, man, it's the peer pressure. And don't think just because you got to be in high school to have peer pressure, right? Peer pressure is your peers, period, no matter what age you are. You can be 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old. As long as you got peers. As long as you got peers, it's going to be some pressure because you're supposed to be doing this thing at 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. You're supposed to be doing this. This is what everybody else does, right? And what you have to be strong enough at is breaking that that mold. The the expectation, The expectation, for sure. So when you get, it's really about getting in touch with what you want. Yes, Right, and I think that's a big part of the game. Yeah, is about who you are and what you want versus what you think you're supposed to be. Supposed to be, right? Yes, and we get started with that very early in life, right? Very early, and that's one thing. I got a four year old right now, and and one thing that I really uh, I want her to do is get a lot of experience and make even at this age her decisions about what she likes and what she wants to do. Yeah. I know, I'm the same way. More so than pushing on her what she's supposed to be doing. Right. Because you see that a lot. I mean, we see that with our friends now. We see that in all aspects of life is is adults really pushing uh, expectations. expectations, This is what you need to do. This is what you're supposed to be doing. We did this. We did this. You do this. Exactly. And so, you know, that's just, I I feel like that's just what, you know, where I am and and, and kind of the difference that, that happened to me around, I would say I'm 42 years old right now. Uh, that realization happened to me right around maybe 33, 34 years old. when I started to figure out that the things that I, were, I was doing uh, was more traditional than 
um, what I really felt in my gut I wanted to do and I should be doing. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was strong enough to follow, make the sacrifice, right? Which is what we talk about all the time. Because what you know is to make that transition. Oh my gosh. When you've invested so much time into tradition, right? And if you think about it, I mean, you start tradition very early, right? And tradition is pushed on you very, very, very early. Oh yeah. And, um, and with all of that, Tradition pushed on you, what you know is to change that direction, there's going to be a lot of sacrifices, sacrificing friendships, sacrificing relationships, sacrifice in um, some of the investment you've already made going down the traditional road, right? There's a lot of things you're going to have to give up in order to switch direction and go in a different direction to, um, to, to follow what your heart and your gut is telling you you should be doing. Right. You know what I mean? Or you, what makes you happy, so... Yeah, you didn't answer the why though, the, and uh, I agree with you. <laughs> but you didn't answer the why, which is the why. And what was the question again? Let me go the, right because uh, it started off as why do you do what you do? Why do right? I? Do and you you obviously went down this tangent where explaining yeah you know more of your philosophy right right yeah because you know you answered you know the the financial independence and the ability to to kind of be you know your creative and all that yeah but why. I mean, I, I mean, for me, that, that kind of is the why. The why is the, it, it's that it's to it's to it's to actually um, fulfill what I think my purpose is, which is to just be a, a, a trans. Uh, like I don't know. It's it's kind of a tough question because I feel like I kind of answered it a little bit in terms of my why. Um, well, but I asked you why that was your why, right? So, because that's and it's going to be tough as yeah. you dig deeper. Because right. really, that's what that's that's the whole purpose of the exercise is yeah. to dig deeper, right? At what the real, the real why is. I, I get it, right? And, and it, it, it's it's uh, it's it's interesting, right? Because you you really do you go a little you go a lot deeper in trying to figure out what it is that acts actually motivating you to do exactly what you said, get up and go, um, and why you do it, even when. Um, you know, it's a long, uh, tough road. And for me, you know, I really think it's just, it's a bigger purpose. It's, it's actually, for me, it's serving a purpose that is, uh, I identify, and this is how I go into things. I go into things kind of like trying to figure out what the problem is. Right. And I look at problems, um, on a, a, a huge level. And for me, you know, I look at like the, the world we live in right now and some of the issues we have. And and I always say one of the things I always say is education is the key to all societal ills. Right. Education, information is the key to all societal ills. And <clears throat> I think it's about informing people. And, and that's kind of what we've the line, the line we went down or the, the path we went down is education. And I think it's not by mistake. I think it's actually by design um, that we went down that road in this space. Like we started in the cell phone repair business. And if you think about that, right, we're one of the few that actually started in the repair business that transitioned to the education business. Right. And I don't think that's by uh, a mistake. I think that's by design. Yeah, I think I, that's yeah, by I, I, who we are. 
right? Right. And, and it goes, it, it kind of ties into the why, right? And it's like, why? I, the question I would ask is, why did we go from, instead of going down, because we've talked about this before in some of the, uh, in some of our previous shows, why didn't we go into franchising, right? Why didn't we go where the perceived money was, right? Because right. if you think of franchise, right, everybody whose franchise has been successful makes a lot of money. If you do it well. If you do it well. Yeah, if you right? do it well. And your franchisees are successful exactly. if you do it well. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yes. Everybody in the organization For sure. is prosperous. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you think about some of the most popular and most successful franchises in the world, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a money maker, right? For sure. But obviously, that's something we could have done. And that's something we were excited to do. Well, that was the original goal. Right. But right? the original goal was to do that. So the question I would throw back at you is, why did we choose to go down that road as opposed to the original, which, which, you, which you've stated uh, quite a few times, which, which was your original you know, right. uh, thought, um, was to franchise. And yeah, when I got into this yeah, business, that sure. was the goal. Yeah, was that was the goal. Dominate the industry by being the number yes. one franchise player, yes. having the most doors. Right. And I know right. a lot of times you say it's, it, it, it's, you know, we felt like it wasn't the right way to go. We transitioned into the education. But, you know, the question I would ask is, you know, with this exercise is why did we make that transition? Why did we make that decision? You know what I mean? Yeah, going a little deeper and understanding well, why know, we did make that, that that decision to do. And that. I, I think it that's that's actually a good question, and I think it ties into a couple of different aspects, right? There's why why we did things as a business, mm-hmm. and then why I do what I do, right, day in and day out, right. So over time, and and you know this, man. Like over time, what happened is what I thought I needed to do as a business became more aligned with why I do what I do. Right. My whys, they used to be a little different and now they're very much aligned. <clears throat> so, you know, when, when the goal was franchising, it honestly was more of just a financial goal, mm-hmm. right? And that's why, that's why the five whys is a good exercise because at the end of the day, anytime you ask anybody why you do this? Right. Why do you get up and go to work every day? <laughs> right. No, man, I got to feed my family. Right. Right? Yeah. I want to do this. It's always financial initially, mm-hmm. which is why you got to go deeper. Right? right? Of course it is. Yes. That's the expectation, right? If, yeah. if, if we were not in a, in a society where you could trade services for other services and goods, mm-hmm. then it'd be like, why do you get up and tend to farm every day? Because right. that's how I got to eat. Right. I got to grow my crops, right? right. I don't have a choice. Yeah. That's what I got to do. That's a given. We all are in that boat. Right. Everybody. That, that's the universal. That's the universal truth. Yes. Yeah. For right? everybody. Yeah. Yeah. For 99% of us. You got to work to live. Yeah. Well, 1% of us don't have to. <laughs> right. 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 You got to work to live. Yeah. But 99% of us do. Right. Right. So that's a given. Mm-hmm. So if you go deeper at why you still do, because there's a lot of people, man, and I used to be in this boat too, where, mm-hmm. you know, back when I was at Intel. Mm-hmm. Man, I had days where it was hard to go in. Yeah. I, my last day of my weekend would be ruined because I was dreading going back to work. Mm-hmm. Tell you how deep it is. Like, yes. think about that. Yeah. You don't even enjoy your last day off because your last day off is mental preparation for your work week. Yes. Right? Yes. You That's how to, I knew. You have to get mentally prepared. That's how it. I knew, like, this ain't the path for me. Yeah. I am not happy, yeah. right? Like, 
And it's funny. I had a I had a mentor tell me about integrity. Yeah. Right. And I used to think integrity meant something completely different. Mm-hmm. But integrity is just being integrated. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it is. When all the pieces line up to make a whole, mm-hmm. Voltron. Mm-hmm. Right. Voltron. All yes. the pieces come together to form Voltron. Voltron. Yes. Right. Yes. That is being integral. Yeah. That's integrity. Right. Right. Yeah. For me, I didn't have true integrity because. I was doing it for the paycheck. Right. Because that's what I had to do to take care of my family. Right. But it's not actually what I wanted to do. So it didn't fulfill you. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. But the paycheck was nice. Paycheck was phenomenal. Yeah. And the, the days off. The schedule was killer. The benefits. Right. Till this day. I was talking to, I was talking to, uh, <laughs> I was talking to a buddy of mine, man. Right. Big, big Intel vet from way back in the day. Right. Shout out to Sean Blake. Much love. Sean and Stacy out there in Arizona. Right. Um. You know, he called me up the other day, man. I've known this guy 20-something years. Met him when I was at Intel way back in the early 90s. Right. Right? And he was like, man, you did it. He was like, you left and you never came back. Right. Because most people don't. They leave and they come back. Right. Right? Yeah. For me, though, I had a different reason. It wasn't financially driven. Yeah. It just, I didn't want to live my life like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's one level of it. Yeah. Right? But then when I took the leap to go out on my own. And really, to short circuit a lot of stories, yeah. when I took the leap to get into this business, right, right, I was already on my own for a while, right. But this business was another leap, yeah, right. And this business leap was because at the end of the day, I wanted to make an impact, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's one thing, yeah, I want to make money. Everybody wants to make money, yeah. right. But money at the end of the day isn't the driver. Yeah, I mean, it drives you to a certain point. Mm-hmm. When you're starving, you are driven to find food. Yes. Once your hunger has been quenched. You don't necessarily need to go hunting anymore. Right. So if you continue to hunt, there's a different reason. Yeah. Why, right? Why are you hunting? Why are you continuing to hunt yes. if you already have what you need to be sustainable? Oh, what is the motivator? Exactly. What and that's motiv- what it was. Even if you do hunt, continue to hunt, what, what motivates you to continue to hunt? Right. Right. What are you hunting? It's not immediate. It's not immediate hunger. Yeah. So maybe it's you know yeah. moving out of fear. So you're trying to make sure you have plenty of reserves. Right. Whatever it is. Right. right. And it's a primitive analogy. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, it's the truth. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I, you know, <clears throat> I tell this to students all the time too because I felt this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to focus on growth. Yeah. If your stomach is growling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Until you're in a place to where you're okay, mm-hmm. then can you only really focus on your true potential. Right. Sometimes though, that, that hunger <laughs> right. is what makes you find your potential and it gives you the rocket fuel to take off. For sure. Right? Yeah. Because I see a lot of people who get complacent once they get full. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you see that all the time. All the time. Yeah. So anyways, for me, I had been independent for over a decade and a half doing mm-hmm. my own thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I was fine as far as that went. I did have the transition that happened that made me have to do some more internal digging. Mm -hmm. Found this business, right? But this business chose me and I chose this business not for the money potential as much as the impact. Mm -hmm. I knew that this industry, there was an opportunity to make an impact that had not been made in this industry because it was new. It was fresh. There was no real big players yet. Right. Right, so it could be done differently. Mm-hmm. Now, I was naive to the fact that there were some huge players, right, right, on the tier one side, yes, right, but there was nobody on the the, the tier two, the retail side, right, right, yeah, secondary market, right. So, 
You know, for me, that's actually what's always driven me. So that's why I was like, yeah, we're going to franchise, blah, 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 blah. And then what I realized as we were going through that, we had to create this whole network of really training people Mm -hmm. because for franchisees to be successful, right, there's two keys to it. Right. One, the biggest one is the support of your franchise, right? 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 When you first start out, the training is critical. Yes. But the ongoing support is critical to sustain for you to want to continue to give up a percentage of your top line revenue. If I got to give 10 points up of, of every dollar I earn, right. there's got to be some value in return that I'm getting that far exceeds that 10 cents on the dollar. Yes. Right? Yes. So what I found in this business is I never felt like, especially back then, I think it's changing a little bit, mm-hmm. but back then I never felt like anybody actually did it. Mm-hmm. And even for me, when we were talking about franchising, yes. I didn't feel like we had enough of a reason to be able to justify taking 10 cents on the dollar for mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. One. Yes. Part two, right? So it goes back into support. Yeah. What is support? <laughs> Continuing education. Yes. Really, that's what it is. <laughs> right. right? Let me help you with this. You know, supply chain. Let yes. me help you with this need. Oh, what do you got? You running into this issue? Right. Let me get this product in place for you. Let me develop this. Right. right? Let's put our heads together. Right. That's support. That's CE. Yeah. Continuing education. It is. Right? Yeah. You're coming to me. I'm the expert. I'm the yes. parent company. Yeah. Right? So what I also realized for us was, man, the biggest franchise in our space right now has 500 doors. Right. So that means that They've only really empowered 500 entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You know how many people we've empowered? Yes. We're over 23,000 mm-hmm. and growing. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wanted to cast a wider net. Yes. And that's what I realized is when we, were, when we decided, yeah, we're going to franchise, that means that you could only play if you were financially stable. Yeah. We weren't really teaching a man how to fish. We were taking people who knew how to fish and teaching them how to fish for bigger fish. Mm-hmm. Yes, right, that's deep, and that's really what it that, was. For man, me. That's deep, yeah. Right, that's yeah. really what it was, yeah. And that's what it is, yeah. That's why we do what we do that's is we because do. we want to empower people all over the globe, yeah, to be able to really go out and learn how to provide on their own for their families mm. and create something that impacts and benefits their communities. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Couldn't do that through a franchise the way I felt was right. You know, you're yeah. aligned on that too, for sure. Right? Yeah. So for me. That's what the mission has always been, which is why we decided to delve into education because the only way you really empower someone is to educate them and then give them the tools to implement that education. Right. Because education without implementation is just data. It's just data. It's just information. It's information. Yeah. It's not the, what do we say, the tactical. You got the uh, technical, tactical, and self-development. So what you're talking about is just the technical without the tactical. Yeah. It's you got to go out and do it. Yeah, you got to go out and right? do it. And a lot of times what, pe- what stops people from doing it is they don't have the tools to implement. Right. Right? They don't have the support. Yeah. They don't have someone to kind of pat them on the back or kick them in the butt. Yeah. Say, get out there and do it. You yeah. got this. Yeah. You know what you need to do. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Right? I agree. And I think, I, I, I think it, that was, Josh, first of all, I want to say that was... Uh, the way you explain that and the way you, uh, you so eloquently um, e- explain that, I really appreciate, man. That was really, yeah, man, that, that, was really that was really deep. Yeah. That's really from the soul. And that's yeah. really because I will say this. Uh, what I will say about that is, is that is the long road. Yes. Right? That is the long road. Yes. And not many times do people decide to take the long journey. 
right? To start with the, you know, uh, first of all, start with the individual that doesn't necessarily have the resources right. that you're looking for. Yeah, it's, they, yeah, it's hard right. to become financially wealthy yourself <laughs> exactly. when you're serving people who don't have financial exactly. needs. Exactly, exactly. For sure. And so what we what we decided and what we did is we, we actually kind of decided to take the long road as opposed to take the short road. But yeah. what we understood was the impact, which is the word you use, would be greater. Uh, right. And I, I think what we've seen over the course of, you know, six, seven, eight years of putting it in, understanding, starting um, from, you know, from the bottom. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and working with that customer and customers who don't necessarily have the resources to jump right into a franchise. Right. Uh, we've seen uh, tremendous uh, results. Uh, we've seen uh, great um, experiences and stories for sure. Um, and it has provided us with the motivation, um, uh, to continue to do what we currently do, which right. is continue to do that on all levels. And you, you know, know what I mean? you know, what's crazy about it too, man, at the end of the day is by taking this position and, and, you know, we've been fortunate in the fact that for us, it's never just been this. Mm-hmm. We've always had the other aspects of the business too, that helps, you know, keep yes. us, online so we can sure. do because i tell everybody when it comes to the school this is our passion project right. this is not a profit center right this is our passion project right 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 right, right. our profit center is what gets our <laughs> attention every day. right right yeah right yeah. so you know the team that's here at crs mm-hmm. this is a passion project yes throughout right mm-hmm. you know to empower people to be better mm-hmm. um but what's actually kind of cool is that to bring it full circle is that now we actually get to serve franchises. Yeah. We're doing what we originally would have did anyways. <laughs> we just backdoored it. Right? And we don't, we're yeah. not, we're not, that's, now we're just more of a partner. Yes. To yes. franchises. Yes. yes, To help them develop their people. Because at the end of the day, a lot of, a lot of times, yeah. you know, when it comes into franchise development, you yes. can have a lot of really great, strong pieces. Right. But when it comes to this this industry and the technical abilities and the people development and the the technician development, right, right, yeah, there's a big there's a gap there's yeah. a black hole of yeah. knowledge, yeah, um, and you know again people are being held hostage, yes. right, especially at the end of the day, yeah, if you're a franchisee you own one door five doors inside yeah. of a network whatever it is, yes. right, you don't want to be held hostage right. by people, yeah, and your people don't want to feel like. You know, I'm, maybe some people get off on feeling like they hold you hostage. Right. But it, it needs to be a symbiotic relationship where everybody benefits. Everybody wins. Yeah. Well, right? well, let's kind of talk about that. Let's talk about now that we're here, right, we're there. Let's talk about some of the uh, challenges we see with that in terms of the franchise uh, model that franchises actually see um, uh, the, the biggest challenges in Right. And some of the solutions we actually provide right. um, to those, those those franchises because of the way we actually approached it and the information we actually got. Now, how can we serve and how can we make a difference in some right. of the challenges that the franchise? That's a great have? question, man. And and again, I, for me, it's still I never thought about it till we just had this conversation. But it's kind of it's kind of cool, actually, to realize that. We are still serving the franchisee. Yes. Yeah. But we're not the franchisor. Right. Now we're the partners of the franchisor. Right. And we get to serve on the education, which is our passion anyways. Exactly. It's super dope. It actually. is super it's dope. Super, it's, it's, it's <laughs> it killer, is cool. That is right? cool. Yeah. So, 
You know, one of the things that we've learned throughout the years, because we've always still had our thing, right? So we've had our retail doors, Mm -hmm. right, where we cut teeth. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once we transition out of retail into what we do today, Mm -hmm. right, the only difference is we don't have as many doors, but we have as many hearts that have to buy into the mission, that we have to get inside of their souls and understand them and help develop them and help encourage them and help grow them. Right, yes. and I think for us that for me, and I know you're aligned on this oh, too, for man. Sure, 100%. To me, that's the coolest thing is that we started to realize that it's not so many, it's not so much about the stores or the doors right. as it is the hearts yeah. in every organization. It's right. the people, yeah, because the people are what makes any organization work. It's always people, right? It's always people. So what's been cool is because everything we've developed internally for our own organizations has always been on developing our people to be the best of the best. And to give them career paths that help them develop internally yes. and even externally if they have to go a different path. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, and as we've developed all these systems and tools throughout the years, mm. it just so happens that they just all work really well yeah. for our partners. Exactly. And retail locations and stuff too because it's the same, it's the same struggle. It's the same struggle. Right? Yeah. It's getting people to buy into who you are, what your mission is, what you're about, mm. what what. You know, what your organization is here to do, right? who you serve, mm-hmm. why you do it, mm-hmm. um, and then helping them grow and flourish on that journey with you. Right. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. Yeah. that's part of the cool thing is that yeah. the tools that we've developed really help that happen. Yeah. And, and, right? and I, 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 I just want to, you know, make sure you guys understand that one of the, the – the, we – you know, one of the reasons why I actually um, was excited about going down the education route um, is because, number one, <clears throat> you know, education is my background, number one. And, you know, I've been an instructor for quite some time, even before we got into going down the education route uh, for the cell phone repair uh, industry. And what what we understand as a whole is how important of a value um, people are uh, and how important it is to develop your people in terms of skill set, uh, in terms of, you know, uh, understanding, uh, you know, buy in uh, to what the mission is. Um, it's it, the, the people part of it is huge. And what we've seen happen and what we see very often is people undervalue so many times the, the, the importance of people. Right. They don't understand how important development and buy in is to the success of their business opportunity. And so they think it's mostly about skill set. They think it's mostly about uh, business acumen. They think it's mostly about, um, you know, capital. They think it's mostly about everything else but actual people. And those things are important. Those things are definitely important. But but nothing happens without the people. Right. Uh, We got this 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 thing. We call it uh, AOS. And it is um, it is anything of significance anything of significance and what we mean by that is anything that is meaningful to a to a level um that is bigger than yourself requires what we uh, a team it requires a team effort and you can't do anything by yourself no matter how great your idea is and it can be the best thing since sliced you know since sliced bread and we understand that you can have the greatest ideas you can have the greatest uh, work ethic, you can have the greatest everything as an individual. What you have to understand is the importance of being able to bring people and into man, that. Form. You know, and I'll tell you, yeah, at the end of the day, 
right? Actually, we know what we need to do is we need to go back and, and, and reteach the five stages of business mm-hmm. that we taught in Launchpad mm-hmm. a few years back mm-hmm. because that is so relevant. Yes. Because the hardest jump to make yes. is to go from a solopreneur yes. to building a team. A team. And managing people, man, yes. it is, people are scared yes. of having to manage other people, yes. right? And I was just thinking, I was like, you know, really what it is, though, when you're solo, you mm-hmm. keep your dolo. <laughs> right. But the right. team makes the dream, man. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. Because then everybody, yeah. if you focus on making your team successful yes. and you keep them aligned around a mission, right. everybody prospers. Yes. This is true. It's the truth, 100%. Man. It's the truth. 100%. So, so Josh, I think uh, you know we're hitting about that thirty-minute mark right now. Has it been that long? Uh, it's been that long oh, yeah. already. Yeah, well, yeah. We man, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> we get it in, but I think what we can conclude from this, and what we can wrap up and and really um, and, and really bring home, the, you know, the lessons learned um, around the importance of uh, first of all, uh, you know, we started by explaining <clears throat> why we chose the education route, and uh, for us, it was the involvement of the people part of it. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. Understanding. Yeah. The, and and it, it is indeed the long road, right. Uh, in terms of, of getting to, I would say the level of financial success you would want to get to. Right? right. Because, uh, developing people takes time. It takes patience. It takes understanding. Right. Which is the rub for a lot of people. Well, it, cause right? it takes people who understand the importance of it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Which is why throughout the years, you yeah. know, who be more, we've yeah. been working with colleges, right. High schools, high schools, right. Yeah. Community college. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Because they get the importance of developing their students. Exactly. And, it, right? and it's not, it's not, that's not a, a quick thing, but at the end of the day, when you start to see the impact that you make and you start to see the buy-in that you get and you start to see people align with your idea and people align with your, your, your approach, right? Because they understand that people are the most important thing. It's the most fulfilling right. and it's the most rewarding financially. Right. Uh, just, you know, happiness wise is all across the board. It is, it is, it is the, it's, it's most fulfilling. It's been fulfilling for us. Um, so I don't know with that being said, Man, we I could talk on for hours on this subject because you know it was kind of it was kind of yeah. deep. I didn't ex- actually expect to to kind of go down that avenue. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, that is why we do what we do. Right. And you know, again, that's why it's exciting to work with a lot of the partners that we have sure. you know, internationally and, exactly. and obviously here on our own shores. Yeah. yeah. You know, people who just get it. Yeah. People who get it and yeah. have the same value and core values and. You know, and that's a, that's another thing too. I think it's important to understand that, that you got to stick with what what drives you, and whatever drives you brings people who are like minded, right? And, and that's how you find yeah, it's magnetic. It, yeah, it's magnetic, and so yes, it's going to turn away people who don't understand you, which is the good thing about it. It's being polarized, right? right? It's a polarized it's the polarizing uh, effect where. Uh, you only want to attract the people who believe and operate and have the same core values as you. That is very, very important. Um, and so if you stick with those values, the problem I've seen a lot of times is people kind of that is like it's like double dutch. Some people jump in and jump out because they try to align with what they think other people want or what's going to get them success. So they never really nail down what it is that their core value or true value is. Right. So they're all over the place and it's very hard to attract what you want and you get confused and you don't really understand. Man, well, it's so much harder about? to build yeah. a team that way too. It, right? it is because you don't understand. You ask man, yourself, I'm going to tell, tell you, I'm going to tell you, if you're trying to 
trying to build a team and you got to tell somebody, here's why we do what we do. Right. Money. Yeah. Man. It doesn't work. It, it, it yeah. might work temporarily. Temporarily. It's, it's, right? It's not but that's motivated. a short game. Yeah. It's not a long game and you're not going to build of anything of, of real significance. Exactly. Not saying that the profit isn't important. Right. But it shouldn't. It's, it can't be your why. It's it can't right. be why you do what you do. Definitely not your why. So, yeah, that's, that's important. That's important to understand. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, again, this is, uh, 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 we want to we wanna stress the importance of, again, understanding the people part of it. Um, and so if you guys have any questions, uh, this was definitely a, a kind of a self-development uh, show uh, where we talk about the importance of self-development and understanding people, right? Understanding your why, right? right. Understanding your, your mission, right? Tapping into your culture, right? A lot of times this is not the most exciting thing to talk about, but I can guarantee it you guys be. it's the most important. It is. And, and it really it becomes important as as the stages of business grow, right? Like when you when you really jump from just doing it by yourself yes. to trying to manage a team. Yeah. And then you get to a place where your team has to hire people. Yeah. I, I, that's that's where it, it, it changes, man. Like it's it's, it's all about it. that. Yeah, yeah it's start, all about that. You start to see it. It becomes so clear. I mean, if you're really trying to scale, and this is for you guys, probably for more. This is more for you guys who are really uh, trying to grow. Which I think everybody has this initiative to grow to a certain level. Nobody wants to stay stagnant and the same all the time. Uh, everybody wants to kind of grow in whatever it is they do. I would I would expect. Uh, so if you're if you're interested in growing, these are the kind of things that you need to understand because growth comes with add it comes with adding to the pot. And so that's adding people outside of yourself to the fold or to the group. Right. Bringing in new skills, yeah, right? Exactly. New skills, new, new perspectives. New perspective, yeah. new ideas. And sometimes yeah. that comes with a little bit of a uh, an adjustment to understanding and learning and understanding how to get to the same goal. Because right. the thing is, everybody has the same goal, uh, but sometimes people have different ideas of how to get to that goal. That's right. And what you have to be as a great leader and uh, uh, you know a, a a person, a visionary, is to understand how to get people who may have different ideas uh, about how to get to the same goal. Uh, to collaborate and get to that goal. That is the important part of it. And that's how you dominate. That's how you win. That's how you uh, strategically apply whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. At the end of the day, the only thing that makes you unique is, yeah, your mission. Right. But it's your team. Mm -hmm. Right? It's when your team aligns around right. your mission and your yeah. core values. Yeah. That's what makes it unique. It is unique. Because nobody else has your team. And nobody's going to do it like you. That's right. So, yeah. with that On being that, said, man, let's get up yeah, out of here. Let's get up out of here. Yeah. All right. So, all right, guys. Thanks again. Once again, this is the Ask Will and Josh Show. If you guys have any questions in regards to anything we talked about tonight, please reach out to us. Uh, you can catch us on any of our social platforms. We have Facebook. We have Instagram, Ask Will and Josh. Uh, we are Ask Will and Josh everything. So, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, all of the social network platforms. You can reach out to us, ask us any questions. We'll answer any questions you guys have. And uh, with that being said, Josh. 10-4, Roger, let's go. All right, let's do it. We'll see you guys, see you guys in the next, next one. All right, peace out.